Okay, we're here today with Laura, talking about her activism, where it all started, and where it's going to go. Hi, Laura. Hi, Julian. Let's go back to uh, the beginning. When did you start hitting the streets? <laughs> I, I probably started hitting the streets when I was in the womb, because <laughs> uh, my parents were... Um, activists, or uh, as they say today, they were Antifa, <laughs> or Antifa, or as they used to say in those days, communists. So I've always gone to demonstrations, uh, it just seemed like the least I could do. And um, in my adult life, uh, my the demonstrations I went to were anti-war, and, and, and then as soon as I learned about the climate, I started to go to actions about the about the climate. I never really got more involved than that until I heard about Extinction Rebellion. Okay, when was that? That was in 2019. Okay. Um, How did you hear about them? I, I was at a, a demonstration about uh, uh, supporting the Wet'suwet'en and someone gave me uh, a pamphlet that said Extinction Rebellion and I went extinction there's finally somebody who's actually telling the truth right and rebellion there's finally a group that's actually going to do something and 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 not just you know walk from one place to another and then go home and congratulate themselves right so yeah everything i saw in that pamphlet about extinction rebellion made me think i have to go to this meeting and i'm i've uh been uh, growing as an activist since then. Uh, let's talk about like your main your your main duties because you actually do some really interesting things for for Extinction Rebellion besides getting arrested. But we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, talk about your activities and contributions. Well, I've been involved in the arts group because uh, I'm an artist uh, at the arts working group in uh, XR Vancouver, and we do things like. Uh, make flags uh, and placards and design skits. Yeah, right now I'm, I'm pretty excited about street art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Murals and graffiti. Yeah. Uh, paste-ups and stencils. Okay, so let's talk, let's just dive right into your first arrest. Tell us about your first arrest. Uh, there, were, uh, there was a group of us. Uh, we, were, we were sitting on a pink boat. <laughs> uh, and it was really... Uh, quite exhilarating to be up there on this beautiful uh, art object. Yeah. And, um, yeah, basically it was all kind of routine. The police brought a ladder up to talk to us and try to convince us to come off. And then at a certain point uh, when we wouldn't, they uh, they climbed up and said we were under arrest and were we going to come, were we going to walk off or were we just uh, were we going to make a, them carry us? So... Did you walk off or did they carry you? I, I just climbed down the ladder. Right. <laughs> and I wonder how they were going to carry you off. Well, they did have to carry a couple of so the So how'd they get off. them off? They, it, it, they really didn't. I mean, they really couldn't uh, have actually carried them off if they hadn't, in, in my opinion, um, if, if they had completely gone limp for the whole <laughs> removal. But they brought in a... Um, they brought in a great big flatbed truck with the, or something. I can't quite remember. They had, they they had to bring in a p- big piece of machinery so they could kind of carry them off 
without bringing them down the ladder. Okay. <laughs> All right, and then you got to ride to the police station and Yeah, they were sit- sitting in the uh in the paddy wagon for a while. Uh there you know, there's you get searched, you get uh, handcuffed. Um handcuffed behind my back. And um you're sitting in the wag in the this wagon, a uh, little section at the very back. And uh uh it's they had the doors open for a while, then they had the doors shut, the lights came on, the lights went off, the truck finally takes off, um, and it seems like a long, even though, you know, it's only a few blocks, it seemed like a really long time that you're just, you know, you have no idea where you are. Right. Um, and then it drives into the the uh, police station and got out, sat on a bench for a while. Yeah, kind of, I can't remember really distinguish all the different uh, arrests one from another i can't really remember which is which right how many have there been four four okay so maybe what's the let's skip to the last one where was the last one the last one was uh in october uh part of our october rebellion was that one for crossing the street on that a green light one, <laughs> that was the one for crossing the street when the uh police did not want us to cross the street <laughs> um yeah I I was there I was there at that one and saw it from across the street that was a silly arrest (laughs) yeah and that one the police put me in a in a squad car and then after a while they asked me if, if the other person who was arrested with me whether whether I knew her and whether I liked her And I said, yes, I know her. <laughs> and they said, well, do you like her? And I said, I love her. Because <laughs> she is really awesome. <laughs> what an odd question. Uh, because they don't normally put two criminals in the same squad car. Because they might. Oh, because they were going to put her in the squad yeah, car. They, so they, they had uh, to check that you didn't, that you guys weren't going to have some sort of fight in yeah, the back of the yeah. police car. Yeah, that was a. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you can't really see this on radio, but um, the thought of you and that other person <laughs> were just two of the sweetest looking people on the planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of them was probably wearing a kitty cat shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it was, it was, uh, uh, well, it'd be a better ride sitting with somebody. It was. It was. We chatted. Right. Because those rides in the uh, police wagon are, no, they're was, really torturous. It was much more pleasant than, than yeah. being in the wagon. Uh, <laughs> uh, was, yeah. And, you know, the the police interacted with us a little bit, too. Right. Um, you know, everything was very polite. Right. No jokes or anything? No. <laughs> okay. And so... Um, so at some point, you're going to have to be punished for these somehow. I did, I did try to joke with the police in one of my arrests. Okay, tell us that. <laughs> that was also in a squad car. Uh, and it was just me and one and the driver. And we started talking about the traffic because it was really bad. And it was taking a really long time to, to get to the police station. And I, and I said, couldn't you put on the siren? <laughs> He didn't laugh, though. (laughs) They're not allowed to laugh. They're not even allowed to turn up the corners of their lips. (laughs) (laughs) 
But so punishment time. So you, I mean, I guess we can't say too much specifically about what's happening, but a day of reckoning is going to have to come soon. I am. Are you taking a break from getting arrested right now? Or are you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you're on a, you're on a break waiting for. Yeah. Because all, trial. Of the, all of the arrests are before the court. Right. Okay. And, uh, what do you what do you think that okay so let's say um maybe we'll talk about uh the brunette six who um all except for one have now gone to jail a 79 year old woman all the way the age range from 21 to 79 so let's talk about what you think about jail i'm not averse adverse to perhaps going to jail at some point right i mean i think if I keep getting arrested, which I intend to do, but uh, not at the moment. Right. <laughs> which I, perhaps we should say, which I may do, because it's possible that I might do. Because right. of the of the situation that the world is in, I don't think I will have any choice. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? I mean, it, it seems to take an awfully long time for the, for the court system wheels to turn. And every day is one closer, one day closer to yeah. not being able to mitigate anything. So, yeah, I feel that as well, that if there's not 100 people out doing it, maybe, the, you know, you know, OK, I guess this is jail sooner. It amazes me. So because when I read art, when I when I see the rare news articles that talk about people going to jail and I look at, you know, scientists with PhDs and, you know, 80 year old women and students, you know, and I see these incredibly like, I don't know how the media can skip over it so quickly that, oh, here's another scientist we've put in jail. Like, hasn't everybody grown up reading the dystopian novels that like shit really falls apart when you start putting the scientists and and old ladies in jail. <laughs> yeah, it's not uh it doesn't it doesn't appear to be news when there's it's just a few people going to jail. I was shocked at that at first that you know when I I heard about the number of people who who had been uh uh arrested in the Trans Mountain fight and that, you know, I heard that like through Facebook and stuff. It wasn't in the papers. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. And, you know, like the president of the teachers union went to jail for de- defending against Trans Mountain. Um, we have a city councillor who went to jail defending Trans Mountain. And it it's just it's bizarre to me that the streets aren't filled when we hear that. You know, I mean, I remember reading the uh, Solzhenitsyn, the, the Gulag Archipelago, and I think he wrote that from jail. And I remember thinking like, wow, you know, what must a society be like when they're putting their writers in jail? And then I read about Rita, you know, Rita Wong, the poet going to jail. I'm just like, okay, we're putting our writers in jail. We're putting our scientists in jail. We're putting our, you know, church ladies in jail. We're putting our professors in jail. We're putting our students in, in jail. We're putting all of these very, you know, these, these people who are like, we have got to change the system. And like, everybody isn't spilling out onto the streets. It, it boggles my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what would it be like to have, you know, um, 
you know, a teenager and her grandmother is going to jail for, for crimes of conscience. It's quite bizarre. Okay. What should we talk about? Uh, we could talk about, we could talk about the playing chicken. Oh, yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. So Laura really has, has been, has been um, developing a game of arrest chicken that I'm in awe of. So yeah, tell us, tell us what the goal of arrest chicken is. Uh, well, that, the goal basically is to show the other people who are, uh, who are at uh, an action that you don't have to get off the street right away when the police give the announcement that everyone has to get off the street or they'll be arrested. As things have unfolded, in my experience, right? It doesn't mean that it would always be like this. or, But in my experience, the um, instead of when the, you know, everybody's milling around on, on the streets and the police say... Um, Attention, attention. Uh, anyone who is in the intersection or on the street will be arrested. You must leave this area. Every, and then everybody just walks off the street. Actually, what you should do then is sit down. And that's what I try to demonstrate to people, that sitting down doesn't mean you're going to get arrested. Right. You can, you can then participate in civil disobedience up to the point of being arrested because... Uh, in Vancouver, so far, in my experience, the police give you quite a few chances to leave. Uh, several announcements, right? They'll keep announcing it maybe two or three times. And then when they're finished announcing it, they will come up to each person who is, who is sitting uh, or remaining on the street and, you know, sitting or lying or standing or whatever and say, do you want to get arrested? If you don't leave now, you are going to get arrested do you want to get arrested? And if you say no, they say, well, then you have to leave, and then you can leave. <laughs> so what's the farthest you've ever gotten in arrest chicken? Well, at one, at one point, there were, some, there were some indigenous people who, were, who didn't want to get off the, the road. And, um, and so if they weren't going, I wasn't going. That was going a little bit further with the arrest chicken, because instead of when they said do you want to get arrested? And I said, no. And they said, then you have to go. I would go. Um, I said, I said, no, I'm just going to stay here until this guy goes. Right. Um, I'm just going to, I don't want to get arrested. I'm just staying here as long as this guy is here. Right. And then they didn't know what to do for a minute. And then I, I suppose that someone in authority came sneaking up and said, arrest her. <laughs> and so they grabbed me and, uh, and took me to the paddy wagon. Um, and then there was some back and forth, and they finally said, okay, we're not going to take you in if you leave right now. And don't try to sneak back. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay. <laughs> and there were a lot of people, there were a lot of uh, uh, our people who are fellow rebels who were watching what was going on with me and they brought me my my bicycle and I left right you didn't sneak back no I didn't <laughs> I'm just picturing you know because it's it's just so funny I that could have, I could have changed my clothes and put, yeah. on, a, <laughs> put on a mustache a clown nose. <laughs> 
and it's just... so funny because the people in the people at these demonstrations there there's no like nobody hides anything nobody's sneaking around doing anything like the, that's the whole point is to not <laughs> to yeah. not to, to admit what we're doing and this is why this is what we're doing and this is why we're doing it and you know we're doing it for us and we're doing it for you and for your children and our children and everybody's children and so there's probably not going to be much yeah sneaking <laughs> Okay, so that's the farthest you've got. You're almost in the police wagon. Then they offer to not to to uh, not arrest you. Yeah, because I uh, I mean, again, I don't want to suggest that you know you you have to insist that you want to be arrested every time that you know every time an activist is arrested, it's because they insist that they want to be arrested. That's not true at all. Right, but um, uh, they it could be an unusual day where. Yeah, they're just they like, could have many reasons why yeah. they might just grab you. you yeah, know, I mean, it's uh, but this back and forth procedure where they they try to avoid arresting you. Right. When I said I didn't want to be arrested, that was okay. We'll just let you go with a warning. <laughs> right. Do you mind the audience knowing how old you are? How old am I? <laughs> <laughs> to think for a minute i'm 67 67 okay so yeah i mean i can i can understand you know a young 23 24 year old police officer not wanting to take in a 67 year old you know that must that must be yeah a really yeah. interesting process being you know these this these police officers in this system and yeah they chose to be in the system and they're upholding a toxic system but it can't be easy for all of them to be arresting these yeah, they tend to be, I think, probably uh, more gentle with older women. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, I would hope that they're that they're being gentle with everybody, but I don't think that's the case. I think that we're probably yeah privileged in how how uh, yeah how much choice yeah. we get in whether or not to be arrested, which is, I guess, why it's important for people like us to to get arrested because it's not easy for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that much to lose. Right. Yeah. A couple of weeks in jail. If it comes to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm sure you'd do some good workshops. I know Hisao <laughs> did a, uh, an origami workshop in jail <laughs> for, <laughs> for his fellow inmates. I'm sure he was very popular. <laughs> Have you defied any conditions yet? Um, no, I haven't got caught. Right. <laughs> You've been sneaky. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I mean, the conditions, yeah, the conditions have always been to stay away from a, an area all around the place where you got arrested. Right. Uh, ostensibly, like you couldn't go there. Like, I, I wouldn't have been able to actually go to a lot of areas downtown right. if I had uh, abided by those conditions. Right. And uh, I didn't really think that I, they had any posters up <laughs> with my face on them <laughs> saying wanted for sitting on a pink boat. So I ignored it. Right. Right. Okay. But I, I think if, if, you know, there would be consequences if you were arrested in the same place again. Right. And they they kind of made that in, in some of the the later ones they started to make that more clear. They want that 
they didn't want to, you to uh, be at a protest right in that area again rather than just in that area the the arresting process is sometimes kind of i don't know the cops are a little bit gruff you know stern yeah uh, well and they're they're you know they really are um defying their own procedures when they arrest people because i have checked out their um handcuffing procedures on their website and this is why i always ask this will at least in my one arrest do we really need these handcuffs because they're only supposed to be using restraints if somebody poses a threat there's supposed to be a dignity shown to the to the arrestee so they're really not supposed to be handcuffing and they're really not you know supposed you know supposed to be as gruff as they are this mm. is yeah they seem to think that the handcuffing part is just um you know standard procedure yeah it's like they haven't read their if, procedures it, yeah <laughs> probably the um probably uh what what was it that you have to be a threat that you have to pose danger to yourself or others. Post it. So there's no reason to be, you know, handcuffing. Well, that probably means people. you have to be asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could wake up. <laughs> then yeah. You'd have to cuff you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I haven't seen one person at any of these protests that could potentially pose any threat to anybody. Um, so yeah, well, we, I mean, a threat uh, to industry, a threat to the establishment, <laughs> yeah. not a threat to the officers who well, have we try a, to make it very clear that we're, that we are nonviolent and right. it's very important to our, uh, strategies and to our, uh, understanding of, of how to change the world, right? That we remain nonviolent. Yeah. And that, so you know, that's our, um, that's stated. And that's part of our, uh, our principles. Right. Right. And I guess, so the, you know, even though it says, I guess most people who are getting arrested don't go to the, um, the, to their, to the police website and look up what the actual procedures are. Um, but that's what I'm really interested in. So it, it becomes, uh, being treated with a certain amount of force and violence is a deterrent. And if they made it, <laughs> I guess in their minds, if they made this very comfortable, everybody would be there and then it would be, yeah, it would be out of control, which is, I guess, what we need in order to force some kind of policy well, change. Yeah. I know. I mean, I want, I, I want to be able to, to say, that you know these arrests have not been traumatic or a big deal and you know they, this ritual of being handcuffed and and um you know having to sit in a uh in a paddy wagon for a few minutes and everything is not that bad because if people are more uh aware of what the what the what it's like to get arrested they might not be so afraid to to put their bodies on the line but on the other hand yeah, you can't, I mean, you can't make any promises for, for the police. Yeah, things could get bad. Yeah. And I have heard, you know, um, the last interview I did with Joe, who is 19, had a horrible experience 
with with the police and being in basically solitary confine confinement for 36 hours um and yeah. just like just such a young person it's mind-boggling that they can be treated yeah so awfully and this is really interesting but there's a sign outside the door and the police officers go up and down the hallway and look in to see what they're doing and then write what they're doing on the thing. And one of the things that they write is crying. And Joe was just amazed that like people could walk around and look in and see a, a you know, a, somebody crying and they're just write it down and then move on to the next thing that there's just, <laughs> it's so awful. Yeah, that's pretty awful. <laughs> I, I just, I'm thinking about. Well, I, I, I mean, I would like to say that as the, you know, like the first uh, people who got arrested with Extinction Rebellion, um, their charges were dropped. Uh, the, uh, the 10 people who got arrested on Burrard Bridge at the, uh, when we did the bridge out and we were there for, you know, <laughs> 10 hours or something before they arrested anybody. And I think that pro- possibly, I mean, I can't read anybody's mind, but I think possibly they thought, yeah, well... Uh, these are just these are just protesters, and they're testing the waters. And when they find out that they're that you know being arrested means it's not so nice, uh, you know it's They'll their stop. first time. They're really yeah. nice people, and so on. These are really just nice middle class white <laughs> white people for the most part, uh, and you know they won't uh, they're they're not troublemakers, and so uh, just uh, why home. bother, right? Mm-hmm. But then when they when it happened again and again, then they their mindset was, oh, we have to show them that there's going to be consequences. Right. This is going to be this. a lot of work for us. This, there's yeah. going to be consequences <laughs> for this because they're ca- they're causing trouble. Or like I heard the judge say, oh, what did you say, uh, uh, judge? Fitzpatrick's um, oh yeah um I'm getting very frustrated she said yeah yeah well she's known as it I've 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 learned a new term um uh, Judge Fitzpatrick is known as a hammer and people get sent to Fitzpatrick when so there's somebody above Fitzpatrick making the making the decision of who goes to which courtroom and Fitzpatrick is getting a lot more of these um huh well you know I mean rascals no so so here it is you know you're you're um oh and judge fitzpatrick has worked her whole life in oil and gas and energy and infrastructure that's what her company did so if you defend it for that long you're not going to be well in general you know they were at first they were going yes here we go here's some just some nice people who are going a little bit too far yeah and then they're saying okay this is getting frustrating right (laughs) Yeah. And I imagine there's fear as well in there because, you know, we've, it's so obvious that we're right. It's so obvious. Anybody who had been anywhere in the last year would know that this is not, this is, this is the end unless something is going to be done. And so when, and maybe it's such a daunting, it's so fearful that it's the first reaction is to hate the people who are waving it in your face like sure we're gonna go to extinct okay but do you have to wave it around in my face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You know? 
<laughs> I don't want to sure. think about it. Uh, I really don't want to think about it. Yeah, so. right. So don't, I mean, and then the people who actually are part of the apparatus of, of uh, the law, they get to act out that frustration and that fear and that, um, that uh, you know, don't make me think about it. And right. since you did make me think about it, um, I'm going to <laughs> punish you, know, you keep harder. your handcuffs behind your back and put you in solitary and and uh, and and, and make until sure. you make me stop thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I expect that the police are going to get harsher, and and the arrests are going to be uh, less a piece of cake. Uh, as we continue yeah until they stop it's just how violent they're going to get before every before it stops i mean eventually in the civil rights movement the beating stopped well they haven't stopped but the official ones yeah the official ones stopped um yeah all right any last things uh nope nope okay all right laura thanks for being on arrest stories Oh, it was my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Put them on in your little metal boxes.